0: Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. My name's Jane Fawcett, and alongside me is my co-host Ben Wolburn. Yeah. Hey Ben, how's it going? It's
1: going good. Yeah. Still a little cool. It's still cool enough to uh, to live in Fresno right now. But yeah. the end of the week is coming. This and is it's 97 great weather. Thursday, Friday.
0: Ninety-seven.
1: That's what I've heard. Softball Woo. Friday night is going to be. Oh. Hopefully, it cools down by. Yeah, you'll get. 7 or 8. But we'll see. You'll get we'll see. a
0: cooler evening.
1: I'm doing good, Jane. Oh yeah? I'm enjoying enjoying life. Why is that? Well. Um I get to play dodgeball tonight.
0: Yeah. Dodgeball's
1: a blast. Love dodgeball. Good. Um, got to see we'll, we'll get to talk to our guest later today, who's yeah. a good friend of mine, yeah. Charlie Broxton. He's in town. So it's always a good day when he's around. Um, yeah. Good. How was your weekend?
0: Good. Dang it! I never think about what I did over the weekend. <coughs> I think it was my it was my first weekend off in a long time, which was really nice. Where I didn't have any plans, so I hung out with Layla, went to the batting cages.
1: Oh yeah, I was there too. You did? No, I wasn't there. I'm kidding. Remember yeah. how I was joking about crashing it? Oh, and I said I wasn't. Yeah.
0: There well, I'm glad you didn't come. <laughs> I hung out with some friends. Yeah, it was a great weekend.
1: Nice. We were supposed to have our first softball game last Friday night. Yeah, which it started downpouring and hailing. It It was nuts. Fat raindrops. I I like walked. I went bowling with a student on Friday afternoon, and then we're standing there like at in the overhang outside the bowling alley, like thinking, "Oh, is it going to dissipate a little bit?" And it didn't. And then you go out there, and it's not like. They're fat raindrops. Yeah,
0: you're soaked.
1: You're soaked in like 10 seconds. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it was a bummer that uh, softball got canceled, but it was fun.
0: It's okay. You'll have a game this Friday in the sweltering heat.
1: In the sweltering heat. Well, hopefully I won't be melting, so we'll see. One for the other. Mm -hmm. Went to Big Sur this weekend.
0: That's fun.
1: Yeah, on Saturday with a group of people. It was way fun. I've only been there, or I've like driven through, but this time we like stopped places and actually looked around. It was cool, very beautiful. I thought it was going to be like miserable weather because it was miserable weather here. Oh. Um, but it was a little chilly, but still clear. So nice. That was lots of fun. And uh, yeah, so that living was my the dream. Thing. Living the dream, Jane. Living
0: the dream here <laughs> Fresno.
1: Living it, living it large. So we got a good show for you guys today. We have uh, our music is Pearl Jam for this week, which is um, you may be asking, why are we listening to uh, Pearl yeah, Jam? Why
0: are we listening to Pearl Jam? <laughs> uh, okay.
1: My good friend Charlie, who's going to be on the show today, um, is a big fan of Pearl Jam. And I have—I will always think of him whenever I hear a Pearl Jam song come on, because whenever we we're traveling somewhere for work, he would, and if he was driving, it was always Pearl Jam.
2: All right.
1: So that's our music for today. Uh, we'll be discussing the sermon, uh, Ephesians 4 17 through 32. Mm-hmm. Um, by Brad this week so we'll be discussing that and is there anything else
0: just the normal stuff
1: just the normal amazing stuff
0: amazing
1: (laughs) so we'll be back in just a moment to discuss this past week's sermon
2: Watching the clock, it's four o'clock, it's got to stop. Tell him take no more. She practices her speeches he opens the door. She rose over, pretends to
3: and we have laid aside our old self. We have been renewed in our mind and we have clothed ourselves with a new self. Which is why when the scripture tells us that if any of us are in Christ, we are new. Old things pass away, new things have come. It's the same concept. I take that dirty, ratty, stained old me. The old dirt bag me. And I go, Lord, I unbutton it and I throw it in the trash. I go, thank you so much. Done. Never again will I go back to that life. Never again will I live like that guy. What an idiot. Never again. And I grab something new that he gives me, and I put on the new self, which is like God. And I go, that's who I want to be. That's who you've made me to be through Christ. It's not just that I choose to be that. It's that, God, that's who you are through me. And so I put on now the new self. This week's sermon
1: was the tail end of chapter 4, um, of the book of Ephesians, verses 17 through 32, Brad, um, talking about that that uh, process of taking off the old self, putting it aside, uh, being renewed, being transformed, and putting on Christ and living and walking um, in in Christ. And so um, talked a little bit in that clip, got a little passionate, talking about himself as a dirtbag and, and an idiot, and I like that when he does that. So it just gives a little bit of weight to what he's conveying, so... Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and I think this message, um, more so than others, has a good um, visual illustration of like that idea of putting off your old self and putting on um, putting on Christ and how um, there's these characteristics of our old self that can um, – he used the phrase like he, – he thinks it's good that they haunt us in a way, like the old ways that you used to live in before you knew Christ and then living now in the knowledge of Christ and walking in him that – you recognize this the stench of the old self, the old like dirty rotten animal carcass that you lived in, and you're like, "Man, I never want to go back to that and so mm-hmm. I thought it's a good kind of visual imagery that you get with this with this uh message, and yeah. um, that was one thing that I really enjoyed from it.
0: I thought it was cool how he tied um excuse me tied it into Romans 12
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or no Romans 1 where he talked about um that they're given over to their sin Mm -hmm. um and then in the process they approve the sin of others and Mm -hmm. like how when we're living in that life of that life apart from Christ um we don't have the ability to see any differently Mm -hmm. and that we are living in it we're condoning it and then we're approving that in other people and then it just becomes a cycle of like doing the same thing that you shouldn't be doing and then feeling like it's being condoned because other people are doing it too Mm -hmm. um i just thought like i thought he hit the nail on the head with the sermon like so many i have so many notes from it like i liked that He talked about how um, there were things that he mentioned that made me think of other scripture where he talked about there's no off switch to sin when God is not in our lives. And
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, just thinking like for me, like I can spiral in my own thoughts and like that becomes sin for me and how I'm supposed to take those captive in obedience to Christ and then Um, he also mentioned something that the world is so awful we need to influence it. And just thinking, like, it's crazy that I think a lot of people look at Christians as hypocrites, Mm -hmm. which I think he kind of touched on a little bit. But how we, if we're influencing the world, then we need to be putting off the old self and replacing it with the new self. Mm -hmm. And like Paul says in 1 Corinthians, how imitate me as I imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is such, like, that is so intimidating, (laughs) like to know that, I mean, us both being in youth ministry, like the kids do what we do and say what we say, Uh like, how are we representing Christ in those Mm. moments? And like the things that we say and the things that we do, how is that pointing them back to Christ? Um, it was just good reminders in those senses.
1: Yeah, what, the one you mentioned there about just that idea of um, sin never being satisfied, like yeah. with, without God, and that hit me. Um, I it was it was both convicting and encouraging to know that you know we have we have the power of the Holy Spirit and we have God on our side, so we have power over the sin. Yeah. Whereas you know when you when you are without God, then the sin is not going to you know just hit hit pause at some point and say okay mm-hmm. now i'm satisfied like it is that never yeah. ending spiral downhill um mm-hmm. down downward and so um just the power and encouragement that we have mm-hmm. um with with god on our side um he talked in like those first few verses i liked he always he always like gives a little bit of some truth nugget or something like talking about those different key phrases and kind of 17 through 19 i guess Um, and just like the idea of walking in the futility of their mind and kind of elaborating on that idea of futility, um, walking, he talked about this idea of walking more so with an emptiness of mind or in irrelevant things. So it's not, it's not that there's, there's nothing there. It's that they're filling it with things that are completely irrelevant and non, um, they're not important. Like in the great, in the bigger scheme of things, they're not important.
0: Yeah, he said um, that it's an unwillingness or refusal to let the truth sink in, mm-hmm. and it's rejecting what's being taught and having a closed mind. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like that picture of like literally rejecting what you're being taught. Yeah, and then didn't it was it that in that sense where he used the example of the kid, like if you've ever had a kid who wants to ride a skateboard down a hill and you're like, "Don't do it, don't do it," do you remember? What I don't saying? remember that illustration, okay. but.
2: So Continue. he's saying
0: like, if you're if you're telling your kid like that's not safe, you don't want to do that, and they're like, I want to do this. And so at some point you just oh, kind of yeah, yeah. say like, at
1: some point you, you okay, just well you're it.
0: gonna have to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just that was a cool picture to me of like, that yeah
1: yeah. And he talked, um, I think he tied that into with with his daughter Kendall's pink blanket, yeah. Um, and that idea of you think ken uh kendall his daughter um you know sleeps with this blankie every night and he mentioned like if he's at home at 11 o'clock and he sees the blankie and his daughter's at you know a friend's house he knows that he's going to be driving there to give her this blankie because Mm -hmm. she's not going to sleep without it like it's got to be there and he knows i mean he knows because he's an adult like this blankie doesn't do anything for her like it's a comfort to her right now and so she feels that she needs it and she'll continue to sleep with it And he'll just prod her a little bit each night and say, you don't need this, Mm -hmm. but then not force it upon her to take it away. He'll just keep reminding her because he knows that the day will come when she'll realize, you're right, Dad, I don't need this. It's just a blanket. Um, And so he, I mean, he connected that with our old Mm -hmm. self, like this idea of Mm -hmm. trying to find satisfaction in things that are irrelevant and Mm -hmm. um, just trivial or worldly and how they never they never really truly satisfy. And sometimes we can be blinded into thinking that if you know just one more or mm-hmm. just a little bit more and it'll be okay. it'll be what I need to satisfy this yeah. need or desire, um, but it really won't ever satisfy. I thought one the cool. I mean, this happens in just about every sermon, but they um, they tie it back to he tied it back to the uh, the core Mm -hmm. um, and back to that idea that callousness or that that numbness of like completely lost feeling Mm -hmm. and how you know the core of the anatomy of a disciple is being humbly submitted, having that Mm -hmm. um, humble softened softened heart before the Lord, and that being your heart, and then the mind being biblically formed, like Mm -hmm. those two aspects being immensely crucial in, you know, putting on the new self, putting on, um, the clothing of Christ, the spiritual clothing and walking in him. And so yeah. I just think it's so cool how, regardless of what sermon we're going through, like it always ties back to totally. the core. and you've mentioned that <clears throat> multiple times.
0: Yeah. And how, when he talked about that, have having a hardness of heart, have it's stubborn and prideful and unrepentant, um, And then the result is that you become numb and you have no conviction or shame when it comes to sin. Mm -hmm. And just another picture of that Romans passage where the Lord allows you to be given over to your sin. And, like, that is such a scary thing to think about. Like, if I ever get to that point where the Lord hands me over to my sin Mm. to live in it, and then, gosh, I hope, like, if that ever happens to me that I am able to see him through it and then see that he's better than that choice.
2: Mm.
0: I think too, like I can be stubborn and prideful (laughs) and, (laughs) um, I think looking at that, I haven't thought about that in the sense of it being a hardness of heart. Mm. Um, so that was super convicting that, that is, that's the stubbornness and pridefulness in me is my old self and, I've known it's sin, but, like, I feel like I can justify it in some senses. <laughs> uh-huh. So um, looking at it and seeing, like, wow, the Word of God just told me that it is my old self, and mm-hmm. that is something I need to put off. And I liked how he tied 26 and 32, 26 through 32, where it, it gives a negative, a positive, and mm-hmm. then a Y. So, yeah. like, yeah, I need to put off my old self in pride, and stubbornness, and I need to put on a soft heart, a heart that's humbly submitted to Christ, a heart that wants what the Lord wants and who doesn't just want her own way. Um, so I like that practicality in the second half of the passage that we went through because I think that sometimes people are left with, okay, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know how to do mm-hmm. it. So I think it gives a cool – um practical answer to I mean one of them was like you were a thief before but now work for what you have mm-hmm. so that you can give it to other people so it's like okay yeah, I know what I can do to work through this process of putting on a new self yeah so I really appreciate that part
1: yeah I thought it was uh, I mean he talked about that idea of um, um, obviously the replacing and, and he even gave the like what he, how he um, viewed Christianity back when he was in college of like just saw it as a list of don't do this, don't do this, can't mm-hmm, do this, mm-hmm. really don't do this or whatever yeah. it may be. And all it was Christianity from his um, perspective at that point was a list of don'ts. But yeah. really, in reality, it's it's a list of don'ts and, this is, and it's being replaced with something to do mm-hmm. and in that kind of newness um, of Christ. And I, he talked a little bit about this idea of... Um, like talking about our culture right now mm-hmm. and how it's been progressing and that idea that this this old self, when when you're in it, it's not just stagnant, like it's being corrupted. Like he used that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an active corruption. It's yeah. not like oh, it once was corrupt and now it's mm-hmm. just stagnantly on you. Mm-hmm. Like it's being corrupted. Totally. Um, and kind of tying that into our culture nowadays and how decades ago when Elvis was around, like he would do some little thing A on hippie, stage hippie, hippie and just, you know <laughs> – make the ladies pass out and fall, just make them weak at the knees. Damn, and, and now we got Lady Gaga.
0: Sure do. Do you feel weak <laughs> in the knees for Lady Gaga, Ben?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> he, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for asking, Jane. Not not in the least bit.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you, you're wearing your new self in that
2: yeah, moment. Yeah, thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, Sam, Um, I thought that I liked that too that it is a present thing that's happening we are being corrupted Um, and oh shoot what was I going to say with it Um, oh he talked about how the importance of being renewed Uh and how that is a process that isn't just like corruption isn't just a one time thing renewal isn't just a one time thing and um, it's not it's not that it's god it's God through us that mm-hmm. puts on our new self, and it's all the time like change doesn't happen on our own. It happens through God. And as we're submitted to to Him to allow that change to happen, um, that's when it happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I liked how he he talked about how it's not a self-initiation, like it is Mm -hmm. from the Lord. And like our part in it is that humble submission. Yeah. um, And then it's the transformation Mm -hmm. and renewal that he provides. Yeah. I mean, it's a hand-in-hand process in the sense that we need to be humbly submitted. Totally. And if our heart's hard, then it's not going to be able to get through. Mm -hmm. But it isn't by our power that we're able to get to that point of transformation Mm -hmm. or renewal of mind. So that was yeah. a really cool
2: reminder. I
0: like too that he closed with the idea that if we're going to be the people of God we need to live like the people of God mm-hmm. and then seeing that 32 tells us what it looks like to wear new our new self to be mm-hmm. kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you mm-hmm. and just like that good reminder of like sometimes I think I don't need to forgive somebody because they hurt me or whatever like they don't deserve my forgiveness or whatever right. but Um, that's so not the truth because I should forgive because I've been forgiven even Mm -hmm. more. And, um, it's just like in those moments where I think that I deserve an apology or I deserve to sit in bitterness or whatever, like Jesus never thought that about me. Mm -hmm. Instead, he, he looked over everything that I've done and everything that I will do and did it and died for me anyway. So, um, Another thing to like, oh my pride.
1: <laughs> I need to do that on a daily basis as well. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed this message. Me too. We'll be continuing on with Ephesians next week, uh-huh. um, jumping into Ephesians 5. Um, so we'll be discussing that next week. Looking forward to hear um, from whoever it is that's sharing that one. I think it's right. For me, it's a surprise right now because I don't know. It's a
0: surprise for me too. It's a surprise.
1: <laughs> so listen in to uh, whatever service you go to or if you're just listening on the podcast. I um, encourage you guys to listen in on um, the sermon series through Ephesians, Love First Love, as mm-hmm. we close it out in a few weeks. Yep. Um, only a few more weeks of Ephesians. Crazy. Um, yeah. So we're going to listen to another song from Pearl Jam, and then we will be back with my good friend, Charlie Broxton.
2: I understand that every life must end uh As we sit alone I know someday we must go uh Oh, I'm a lucky man To count on both hands The ones I love Some folks just have one, yeah, others they got not. Oh, oh. Stay with me. Oh, let's just breathe.
1: Welcome back. Hope you guys are enjoying a little bit of our Pearl Jam music for this week. It's our guests of this week's one of his favorite bands. And we have our guest with us right now, a good friend of mine, my former boss um, from Mount Hermon, my old stomping grounds, Charlie Broxton. Welcome, Charlie. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. It's... Fresno is a hotter place than Santa Cruz, uh, just a little bit. I'm just going to leave it at that, yeah. It's a hotter, <laughs> that's it. I migrated here from where Charlie's at now about eight months ago and have been living living the dream in Fresno. Um, but I got to spend a couple of
4: years working with Charlie at Mount Hermon. <laughs> On a side note, in Santa Cruz where I live... We refer to Fresno as the place where people go to be punished, because of how hot it oh is. Oh my
0: goodness! I-
4: I'm serious.
0: Oh, until Fresno I started has spending time here, rap.
4: until I started spending time here, and I thought, okay, this place is a lot better than people yeah. know. It's awesome. It gets a it gets
1: a bad rap. I thought it was not that great. In fact, I remember when. So Charlie was actually a big reason how I got the job here. Um, hmm. The former WSM director used to work at Twin Lakes Church, which is a church that Charlie used to work at. Right near Santa Cruz. Right near Santa Cruz. Yeah. And so um, they stayed connected after they parted ways and Christian moved here. And when this role opened up, Christian emailed or called Charlie and was like, hey, do you know anybody that would be interested in this role? And Charlie asked me, and he I remember he said something like, hey, there's this really cool job opportunity, but... It's in Fresno. <laughs> that was like the disclaimer with it.
0: I remember when Christian was about to call you because he had your Facebook page up before, and I walked into his office and I remembered you from Hume.
4: Huh? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Christian's a good man. He's he a is. good guy. R.I.P. He's not dead. Wait, I was going to say, I didn't yeah. think he died. <laughs> He's actually back in heaven in Santa Cruz. <laughs> there,
1: you, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, Christian
4: is actually about five minutes away from Charlie's. From
1: We've Mount been trying Herman. to
4: connect at breakfast the last probably four weeks since he yeah. got there and still have yet to connect. Wow.
1: Yeah, Mount Hermon and Mission Springs are very close to each other. Mm-hmm.
4: So, Jane was
1: asking me the other day for like, me to ask Charlie, a good Ben story, quote unquote, like from camp or something. I mean,
0: we just want to hear the dirty, dirty about Ben Wolburn. (laughs) That's basically it. it.
4: It's tough with Ben because Ben is a man of integrity. And I say that seriously. We have funny moments (laughs) that we've had together, some of which I will not share on the podcast (laughs) for Ben's sake. Uh, and maybe for mine too, but, um, <laughs> Ben is a man of integrity. So it's side things like, and you know this, Ben is, a, he's a fart machine.
0: He is. I am a it's fart nasty. machine. We
4: came to the conclusion that he was both lactose and gluten intolerant and doesn't know it. I'm living in denial. I will not give up. And <clears throat> no. the
0: rest of us have to live in denial with you.
4: No, you um, just have to live in pain.
2: It's true. <laughs> That's true. I
4: still remember the first time it was. I think oh, it's September yeah. when he was on staff. And We're sitting in a meeting, a brainstorming meeting. All of a sudden, Ben leans back, lifts up a cheek. Yes, last one rip, done that to and me. then went. Th- he did this, mm. <laughs> and that was it. And I thought, what is going on? Oh, he just wow. laughed
0: when he. Did. Oh my wow. gosh,
4: the van ride in San Diego yep. that just Ben almost killed us we're in a van in San Diego Ben's in the back with one of our female staff members (laughs) the van's full and all of a sudden Ben he farted and he went (laughs) Uh oh! <laughs> the Next thing you know, people are like yelling, "Roll down oh, the windows! No. Roll down the windows!" <laughs> oh. Eyes are burning, tears Lynn. are streaming. Oh they gosh. were all overreacting. No, it was, fine. It was not. Hey, we can you call don't know, each know one the of smell them.
0: of your own stench, my friend.
4: I do know it. When I can smell uh, it, I know it's uh, bad. Okay, so you moving on because it.
2: yeah, I so about, is we know that I'm a fart
4: machine. He also talks in his sleep.
2: Okay, and this would
4: happen often when we would travel, and I would try and engage him in the conversation. Never worked. But one night. He is directing our staff in his sleep. He's like, all right, guys, be quiet. Come on, be quiet. We've got to get ready for the opener. And I'm laughing, thinking this guy is having dreams about being a leader, leading people in his dreams. Uh, Was
0: he a nice leader?
4: He, Ben's an amazing in, leader. In, the, in my sleep, I,
1: the angry, in his sleep, the angry ben, ben came out. out. Okay. I had to have an outlet for
4: the my anger. The anger comes so out in yeah, his sleep, my, I guess. Came uh, out in my sleep. No, Ben's a great leader. The other thing is is uh, Ben and I flushed a lot of pot down the toilet, too. We did. I've done um, that at Hume. Yeah, oh, that's, We've yeah. We've
0: got a stash.
4: Yep. We used and, to. <laughs> uh, we confiscated what we call the bag of sin. The bag of mm. sin. This is what a camper brought, this big Ziploc bag. And I won't go into detail, but everything but involved a pipe, a grinder, yeah. some of his marijuana, eye drops,
2: wow. Axe body
4: spray. All right. Um, A lot of essential things that are on the do not bring to camp it, list. And so brought. we <laughs> affectionately refer to that as the bag of sin. Nice. Yeah. Which went down
1: the upstairs toilet at Ponderosa Lodge. Yeah. Perfect. And,
0: then so, it clogged
1: and, and
4: then it clogged and, and, and all <laughs> of
0: the thought just <laughs> came up from
1: You're it.
4: You're like, where did this come from? <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> honestly, even now, Kelsey and I will look at each other. Kelsey's assistant director where I work and we'll say, we miss Ben.
0: Yeah. Well, it is our gain to have been here,
4: except for his farts. So many kind
0: words right now. Except for his farts, it's (laughs) true. So
1: many kind words (laughs) is great. I think the farts are a compliment. He's totally unashamed.
0: No,
4: they are not a compliment.
1: I have. I think since I've moved here, I've. Jane wouldn't probably notice this, but I've actually refrained from the farting. There was
0: the other day we were sitting across from each other, and he did kind of lift to one side. And afterwards, (laughs) I was like, "Tell me you didn't just fart right now." What did I say? You said you didn't. Which I That's don't right. know if I
1: believe you. <laughs> I will own it if I fart.
0: Okay.
1: Um, all right. So there's there's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> More about, about Ben than you ever about wanted to ben. know. How about, so we, <laughs> how
0: about Charlie? So
1: Charlie is the director of Youth and Young Adult at Mount Hermon. So give us like a 30-second, two-minute little blurb about what that entails for you.
4: Yeah, Mount Hermon's an amazing place, and um, our whole goal, I work with pretty much junior high through late 20s, and our whole goal is to lead students and young adults one step closer to Jesus, and I couldn't imagine having a better job. Uh, So all the camps, all the programs that we run, from our intern program to summer camps to fall camps, uh, I get to oversee the team that runs those, and we've got an amazing team. My job a lot is leadership development, but I still love youth. I I love junior hires, I, I think that I am pretty much a junior hire at heart. I've got the attention span of a junior <laughs> hire, sometimes the humor of a junior <laughs> hire, and uh, I couldn't imagine a better job doing, than doing what I do. That's
1: awesome. In yeah.
4: the most beautiful place on earth, mm-hmm. at Mount Hermon. I live in the Redwoods, and I can be surfing in the ocean in 25 mm-hmm. to 30 minutes.
1: And you had worked on summer staff, like, however long. One years ago at Pondressa yeah. Lodge yeah. in Mount so, Hermon. He had not just been a – it wasn't his first time when he – I remember my first summer there was like your first summer as a full time staff person. So, like 2010. I thought Ben hated (laughs) me
4: that summer. Uh Didn't say a word. I think a lot of people, I was very quiet the first summer. I'm like, this guy hates me. Find out later he does, well, he said he didn't. He might (laughs) have, but never said anything to me. I think he said maybe one to two words the entire summer. I just was
1: like, well, we didn't have any. Soaking it all
0: in or what? I guess
1: I felt like we didn't have any reason to interact. Like I was the adventure course guy, so I like ran the ropes course. Yeah, but
0: he's your boss.
1: Well, I had like a direct supervisor for summer that I would like talk with a lot. And so, I mean, Charlie was that intimidating like person at the top of Cause the that's chain. me, right?
4: <laughs>
1: Just kidding. Um, so we had like that first summer <laughs> and I'm kind of like, it's going to be a bittersweet this next summer because it's going to be my first summer in a long time, not being at a summer My camp. My first not, summer
0: living here and not at Hume was hard.
4: Well, oh, not to yeah? mention it's what like 200 degrees here all summer long. Yeah, so I'm gonna remember it on, every time. 112. Oh, sorry. Jeez. At that point, once in time, it gets over 105, it it's all
1: a wash. <laughs> okay. It could be 4,000 degrees. I out.
0: I've actually worried about Ben because there's a couple times we'll we'll be a group of us will go out and like throw the football or whatever during lunch, and Ben is like. I got to get inside. It's so hot. And it's only like 92. <laughs> oh, buddy.
4: Santa Cruz turns you into a weather. Like yeah. just, you become Whuss? a sissy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it's really like does. 65 to 75 if it gets out of that That's range. That's ideal. Yep. It's, it's no good. Oh, my gosh. So
1: we have our um, routine of the question that we ask our guests, the two truths and a lie. Um, and Charlie was wrestling with his earlier, and I'm pretty excited. I think I probably have a better chance of guessing what they are. So I didn't tell you this earlier, but Jane and I will guess what they are. Mm -hmm. I'll let Jane guess first. Let Jane guess first. Because I think I'll probably potentially know what it is. So
4: lay it on us, your two truths and a lie, and uh, we'll see if we can decipher. All right, first first one is, I've hung out with the band ACDC. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Second one is, I became a Christian at age 20. And the third one is, I've been arrested for reckless driving. Oh,
0: my gosh. Well, you're wearing a T-shirt that says Nirvana. <clears throat> so I'm guessing AC.
1: Say ACDC.
0: Yeah, but.
4: <laughs> They're kind of far removed from each other, too. Are they? I don't know. That's all
2: right.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I know you, I, I could tell you like music, especially if you like Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Arrested for reckless driving. And you became a Christian at age 20. If this is going to be one of those, like you came became a Christian at age 21, I'm going to be a little bitter buddy. Um,
4: it's my goal, making people people bitter.
0: I'm going to say, oh gosh, that I'm going to say that I became a Christian at age 20.
1: Okay. I was second i'm second guessing myself but i actually think that that's it too because i thought it was 19 mm-hmm. for whatever reason in my mind i was thinking it, charlie always shares that it was 19
0: you look like a reckless driver so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? well he actually used you to look be like a, a criminal
1: he used to be you used to drive as a paramedic right that was a, paramedic, a paramedic, yeah. paramedic driver so i mean he could be reckless not reckless
4: like you're gonna crash into people but you know driving on the edge
0: all right so what is it
4: I actually the lie is that I've been arrested for reckless driving. Oh man! But oh, this is right. where you're going to be that's bitter. Right. I was arrested <laughs> for I grand heard, theft heard. auto. <laughs> no
0: wait. You stole a car?
4: <laughs> no, we didn't. We pushed, <laughs> he was arrested. We for. were dra- walking down the street and we pushed a jeep that was open. We put it in neutral and pushed it down the street and then left it there. So they they they, they were going to charge us with grand theft auto, oh which <laughs> they ended gosh. up dropping the charge.
2: Wow! This was
4: when I was 19. So, so who so needs be, to play grand theft Jesus auto the when you lived it? <laughs> But charges were never pressed, so I don't have to claim a felony when I <laughs>
0: Nice. decided well, to ben got apply it wrong. for a
4: job. I did, I, you guys both got it wrong. Yeah, All right. yeah for but some I just met you five
0: minutes that's ago. That's true, so
4: mm-hmm. Ben should know. You
0: should know him better, Ben. Ben, should
4: know. you're dead Sorry. to me. <laughs> this phrase has been said to me probably hundreds of times in my life <laughs> from ben, Charlie. And you guys
3: are you're still You're dead buds. to me.
4: <laughs> we share a lot of... Uh, not nice words in love to each other. Oh yes, I have the ultimate, the utmost respect for Ben. No joke.
2: That's
1: mutual feeling. Yeah,
4: we're about to kiss right now. It's,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a bromance,
0: isn't it? He's Just kidding. Fire bromance. Really you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charlie, what brings you to Fresno? Uh, Ben. Yeah. And
4: I, the heat. My, no. <laughs> I am dating a woman who lives in Fresno oh. and who goes to the well. Really? Yeah.
0: Um are you gonna are you gonna visit in the summertime and I, melt into a pot of water? I
4: can't help myself. Yes, I will. Oh, you because can't help amazing. yourself. Yep. There you go. She's she amazing. goes to the well. She does. Where? 115 degree heat can't keep you.
0: what campus does she go to? Here. I work at this campus. Yeah, she lives
4: like a block and a half that way.
0: Oh. She should have come on too.
4: Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. Around next time. That's
1: awesome. <clears throat> um all right, Jane, is there anything else you want to grill Charlie on?
0: That's it. That's, that's it. all you got, Ben. <laughs>
1: that's all. That's all I got. How
0: about a Charlie story? Yeah,
1: a, what Charlie, about a Charlie story? Oh, you oh. can do it. Do it. All right, I'll share this. I don't think this is that bad. So, there is this one time where uh, we I think we might have been traveling or it might have been I think we were traveling somewhere and we we're in we we're in the bathroom, a public restroom, and Charlie is at the at the Wait.
0: Did you just tell this story the other day? Yeah. Don't tell
1: it. Okay.
2: Oh! (laughs) Just got shut down. I won't tell
1: this story. It's funny, but I just (laughs) pick another one. Um, (laughs) You just
4: got censored, Ben.
1: (laughs) Well, jeez. Now Now I feel
4: I feel like people need to know. Here's a, here's a. Don't say it.
1: I won't. Here's another story. This is kind of a cool story. Uh, I feel like this, like, bonds people together a little bit. Charlie probably had tons of experience being a paramedic, but there was a student this last summer mm. who, during a night game, like, really busted open his leg, and, um, like, he was running by the ropes course, and there's this, like, um, little trench, and there's this wooden thing, and you can't really see it at night, so he, like, ran into it, and his leg was, like, busted up. I remember usually when someone – I think he was, he was younger. He was, like, a junior high mm-hmm. or a freshman – and so they'll overreact oftentimes. And so I heard that he had gone to the infirmary and I thought that our, our nurse was maybe overreacting a little bit. And so I went up to Charlie and was like, Charlie, you might want to come down and see what's going on. Like, I don't know if you want to just, you know, you know, whatever. Dissolve the situation and he comes down and like realizes that it's not like just your average day wound like it's a pretty serious cut You in could see bone leg. Like Ew, you could see bone what? in his is like in his shin area <laughs> And so we got a sled out of the skit closet like one of those cheap sleds because the van <clears throat> To like take him to the hospital you have to go upstairs And he's not gonna get up and walk and hmm. we can't use a wheelchair to go upstairs So um, we like grabbed a sled and picked him up and brought him upstairs and brought him to the van and then a couple of our other staff members got to drive him to the hospital. And then so like th- that happened during summer. And then three months later or four months later, he came to a uh, another event that Mount Hermon hosts. And I didn't rem- I couldn't remember his face the second time I saw him, but he like remembered me. I think his name was Jacob or something. And he's like.
4: Hey man, like with the brightest eyes. And he's like, <laughs>
3: look at my leg. It's <laughs> just like a huge scar on his huge leg.
4: Scar. It was really funny. <sighs> he said and it then, was the highlight of his week at camp, too. Yeah. Serious? Like the high, which Did is, he it happens.
0: Back?
4: He, he came back. We sent him with back. two staffers to the hospital and they had a blast. Oh, yeah. wow. It's funny how, like, injury, I feel like that
1: happens oftentimes where an injury or something that usually would be like, a huge downer like ruin your week turns out to be the coolest thing for the yeah. kid because they re- like get a lot of attention and mm-hmm. um, the, the staff at, at Ponderosa is always amazing and so they want to invest in students and get to spend time with them. and. The two guys that got to drive him to the hospital were great in interacting with him, they and they loved, just had a blast. He loved it.
4: So, Absolutely loved that's it. So that's fun.
1: that's my Charlie story. Cool. Sorry, I can't think of a different one, and I got felt no, was the go. No, um, a good one.
4: I still feel like people are going to think there's something wrong with me because you didn't finish that story. <laughs> that's all right. right. They I can, understand. They can, If you want to know, think you can uh, text me. Okay. <laughs> my number is
1: 555 555- <laughs> 555- Just give
2: Charlie's
1: number. (laughs) I don't know what it is. All right. uh, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, It is a privilege to have you. I do miss you. I wish that I could uh, visit Mount Hermon more often. I'll be there. My goal
4: is to steal you away back from the well someday soon. um,
1: maybe, Maybe down the road. Maybe down the road. (laughs) We'll see. Who knows? All right. We're going to listen to a little bit more Pearl Jam, and then we'll be back with some closing announcements.
2: Hear the sirens! Hear the sirens! Hear the sirens! Hear the sirens!
0: Right, welcome back. We are glad you stuck with us through some Pearl Jam and some other good stuff. Like us on Facebook <laughs> if you haven't already because I've got to say, I've posted a few things on Facebook over the last couple of weeks, even giving away a $5 gift card to someone who answered the question correctly. No takers.
1: Jane gets personally offended if you Not don't Not a single taker. And it's funny because it shows on Facebook – People who saw this post.
2: Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> so you guys are seeing it. <laughs> so give us a little love on Facebook every now and then, Peggy.
1: What announcements do we got, Peggy, Jane? Peggy,
0: I know you're there. Um, Our only other announcement would be that baptism is coming up soon mm-hmm. in June on the 8th. Mm-hmm. So we will have our baptism service at Woodward Park on June 8th. And then um, after that, we're going to have a huge potluck. So Huge um, lucky pot. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be baptized, check out our website, thewellcommunity.org, for the information on the process to go through that. Um, If you are not going to be baptized, we still would love for you to come and celebrate those being baptized with us and then hang out afterwards for a big fatty potluck.
1: If you want to watch some amazing dodgeball tonight, 6 o'clock.
0: 6 o'clock.
1: Be there. Fresno Christian Gym. Go watch
0: Ben. Defend his honor.
1: (laughs) We went 0-2 last week. Yeah. We haven't talked about it on the air. Mm -hmm. Last week we went 0-2. We lost to the team that hadn't won a game yet. Oh, man. It was a big slice of humble pie.
0: Ben, do you notice anything different about me?
1: Jane, you cut your hair. I
0: did. I'm so glad you noticed. Jane, did you
1: notice anything different about me? (laughs)
2: You cut your (laughs) hair, too. I did.
1: Funny story. So I have a buzz cut now. Yeah, buzz uh, cut season. I wasn't originally intending to do a buzz cut. But I usually – I cut my own hair. I haven't paid for a haircut my entire life. Jane, it's a good you story. you know how many
0: times I've heard this story? <laughs> so usually oh, like, my god! I
1: start with a five on the clippers. Oh, yeah, you know, and then you and then, zoned and then, out as I, you no, were no, 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 no. shaving Then the I put the two on to oh. start doing the sides. Okay, and yeah. I'm looking in the mirror, sh- oh, cutting my hair, and I am I start oh, thinking man. about something or oh. something. And I buzz the top of my head, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. And then I just had to finish it off. Yeah. And now I got the buzz cut, and I was told that it makes me look five years older, which I wasn't a huge fan of. Older? That's what Rick Quayar said. Usually
0: buzz cuts make you look younger.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently not. All right. All right. Thanks for listening in this week. This is The Spout. And we're out.